Brewing with Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, brewers. What's hey, happening hey. out there? <laughs> We're drinking tonight. You guys need to work on this, man. You, you, <laughs> can I, uh, you know. Oh, let even, me say that first, then you say something. Even Palmer came up with a catchphrase. What does he say? Something so lame. <laughs> greetings, greetings. Greetings. Like, what the it fuck? <laughs> He's just got something. First, it's like, hey. What's up, then? Folks. How about what's up? What's up? What's up? There you go. All right. <laughs> That's great. You, you guys, you know, here's your homework. You, you, I want you to work on this before next show. Oh, I will. <laughs> All right. I think you just found your catchphrase. John, <laughs> you just freaking cracked me up, man. <laughs> But I'm not uh, even trying, so no, I'm either no, really you're, funny you're, looking no, you're, or you're, <laughs> your dedication to. Uh, no. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can participate. That's what I'm here for. Oh, I love you, brother. You are you are uh, you are a rare treat as a human being. Uh, I love you. Yeah, you're great. Ah, speaking of who, who's great, you know what? Who's great? Huh? Our sponsors? Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer. Our listeners, our sponsors, the whole world. They do it all. There you go. Northern Brewer, they've got all the great ingredients. They've got all the great great uh, customer service and shipping prices and uh, everything you need to uh, make every beer that we talk about on this show for the last eight years. And if they don't, let them know and they'll probably, they'll probably source it for you. Like oh, good yeah. people, and they brew. They know yeah, beer. they know beer. Yeah, those guys brew. They, they, you know, it's not like you know somebody just selling some junk. They, they actually uh, are passionate about homebrewing. So it's really cool to uh, be able to source your ingredients from somebody who's into it and uh, does a great job. So check them out, northernbrewer.com. They uh, sponsor this show, so you don't have to. I saw a picture of uh, Chris Farley's original office of Northern Brewer at his home. Yes. It's awesome. Like a Commodore 64, you know, a little typewriter, and he's got his little mailing list, and he's in his living room, you know. Box like, of tissues. Yeah, <laughs> box of tissues. Oh, a little, little pump container of uh That was just year one in a northern brewery, you know, him there right there, placing there orders. Kind of cool. That's how, that's all these things start. Grassroots, man, you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. Like I, the BN, I mean. Yeah. There you go. You can't. You dream, just keep dreaming. <laughs> to dream the impossible dream. That's a good song. <laughs> Break out of your school right now. Let's Jeez. do this. Yeah, you crack me up. All right. Uh, so, what are we? What are we talking about today? C'est son. C'est son. C'est son. C'est son. <laughs> Mike's like, I'm not going to eat We shouldn't pour these beers until uh, whatever. <laughs> we shouldn't drink so much before we do Oh, yeah, show. yeah. There's a drinking problem we have. Yeah, I'm like, you know, six pack in. I mean, you know, <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> I, I knew. I told you guys I was going to be a problem, and you are. And you guys, all you're like, what? Never. What do we do? One of those nights. If Jamil's out of control, what do we do? I don't know. Show as usual. Yeah, where's Figure the cot? Out. You know, the emergency cot, you know, after hours. <laughs> this floor. Yeah, it's probably the bench outside that the homeless people use. There you go. I'll give you some newspaper. There are benches out by the waterfall. You'd be okay. I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll go and use the uh, jet ski. Where's that stored at now? It's right up front. Oh, it's on the cinder blocks. We go, we go out of the jet ski, lay on the jet ski. Huh? Perfect. Yeah. Unless our listener who sent in a beer. Yes. Uh, Jim McNulty. Yes. James. James McNulty. <laughs> you know, you when know you're what? as close as we are, I call him Jim. You're right. His name's Jim. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. McNulty. Right. You're Jim today. Yeah. Uh, you know, he sent in his uh, Rosemary Saison to be uh, in competition with this and, and possibly win. The BN Jet Ski. Two shows in a row now with the uh, stiff uh, listener competition. There you go. The, the listeners are stiff. I'm going to say this. They're coming after yes. it. Mm-hmm. I, I think Jim's got a good chance in this one. Ooh. Wow. All right. Let's, let's not, let's not, let's not uh, get ahead of ourselves uh, here. But you've got to kind of just plug it a little. <laughs> let's talk about the style we're doing today. It's a big style. Yeah. I mean, it's like an essay. I mean, Jesus. It's on. Is it the most rangy style, do you think, of any of them? It really it's is. It's the most freaking, confu- one of the most con- freaking confused styles. I just did my BYO article about this, and I was like <laughs> bitching and, and moaning about the whole uh, write-up in uh, in uh, the Saison of the, of the style uh, guide. I think there's a lot of crap in here. A lot of jargon, um, for sure. Yeah, there's just a lot of nonsense. I think there's a lot of nonsense that has been that went into the stock had early on with people that really didn't know what they're talking about and they they've you know they just threw a bunch of stuff in there it's like well i had a sour you know say so and so they're all sour um <laughs> they're not here's all... here's this one about about corking um i don't know where it's in here but somewhere and they start talking about corking and uh they they attribute uh, corking uh, they attribute astringency to uh, a cork character. Let's see here. Um, I don't know where is this. It's like a freaking essay. And uh, let's see here. Comments. Additions. Ingredients. Where's the goddamn corking? I don't see it. It's in there. I didn't read it. I didn't see What version of the style guides are you printing out, John? This is from online, dude. The web lookup. The quick version. Yeah. BJCP.org, man. Well, maybe they got rid of them. I don't know. You should have printed the uh, Brewing Classic Styles article on Saison. That was your mistake. Brew your own. Damn it. <laughs> no, um... My bad. I don't know. Somewhere in there... <laughs> They were talking about uh, Saison. Um, so, oh no, Beardegard. What am I talking about? Jesus Christ. Beardegard. So Beardegard and Saison are actually quite closely related. Mm-hmm. Why it's not in Saison, I don't know. But freaking Beardegard is a, is a, is a train wreck too. Um, you know, I think that the, the, the problem is there's just, just you know, it's a... Saison's a little better than Beardegard. There's, there's a few more examples, but again, um, 
you know, it's whatever people make of it. Uh, you know, generally, uh, you know, some fruitiness, uh, you know, fairly crisp. Uh, you know, it can have, uh, you know, some phenols, some spiciness. Um, you know, uh, can, you know, be more on the, a little more acidic, but I, I think you know when they they range into sour. I think that's that's incorrect. Uh, I think yeah, what's sour? I didn't think that. I don't see that as a sour style. Do you? Right, right, not, not at all. I, you know, but then you know the mention of sour versus uh, you know tart or, or something like that. Well, they're calling um, it acidity here. I mean, uh, sure, you can have some acidity, right? So, um, but again, but it shouldn't be you know red. lending itself towards yeah. the dry versus actually being sour or tart, right? Um, yeah, just one of those things. Uh, range, you know, saison. There's a range of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a range of uh, ABVs, a range of colors, a range of of everything. I think, and and here's one of the the points I made on uh, Beer to Guard. Now that I've got my style straight, um, <laughs> Beer to Guard is that. Uh, you know, in, in Saison as well, there's, um, you know, if, if you look at something like, uh, you know, the German Bach category, you get your Helles Bach, you got your regular Bach, you got your Doppelbach, you got your Ice Bach, you know, you've got this range of, of Bach styles. I would argue that the Saison category, the Beer de Garde category, those are both categories that have as broad a range as, um, you know the uh, Bach category does. Why? Do, why is the Bach category divided up into four? You know different substyles, or five different substyles, and the uh, let's say Saison is just Saison. a style, right? right? Mm. A beer de Garde is just one, and the, you know the the range in colors in in you know beer de Garde and the alcohol levels and all that. You know same thing on Saison. Yeah. Uh, you know quite a a range. <laughs> Uh, you know, of of styles, you know, from from pale to uh, you know amber. That's a broad range, that's, right? That's crazy. Mm. So, uh, you know, one of those things. Yeah, to yellow and even up up to red, almost. Yeah. I mean, look at the beers in front of us. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. And you know, an ABV, you know, five to seven. I would say that uh, you know five to seven is is quite restrictive of of what we're seeing. Uh, you know, from lower to, uh, you know, much higher. Quite a bit higher. I mean, you see Saison's like range up 9% now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, are those Saison's? I don't know. Uh, you know, range IBU's 20 to 35, SRM 5 to 14. Uh, you know, quite a wide, wide ranging. I think Saison should be, you know, subdivided into, you know, the paler, or lighter. Farmhouse or something, you know, darker, lighter ones, farmhouse or something, and then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Imperial or maybe help, drop that higher. name farmhouse in there as a subcategory hmm? of the style because then you can actually include the sour aspect. Well, or farmhouse is farmhouse, yeah, really? I guess farmhouse American, French American, eh, you know, because I think you know the, some of the some of the saisons done in the U.S. seem more saison like, mm-hmm. and some of them seem just strange. Yeah, a lot of people are adding uh, spices and stuff to their beer to all kinds. Try to get the fruitiness, the spices uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by you know adjuncts rather than by uh, fermentation. Right, and you know a little bit of spice, I'm okay with. 
What's uh-huh. the point? I mean, if you, with the uh, yeast available, can't you get most of the flavors that you'd want from spices? I like from the, the ferment. I like the ferment spice character. Mm-hmm, you know, it's yeah. it's a little more well integrated. Yeah. When you add spicing, it tends to lay on top. It's on top of the alcohol. Not it isn't the. It, it's not. The, it isn't right. the alcohol. It lays on top of it. Yeah. Right. 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 That's one of one of the things for me. I don't know. I get that. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll try and get back on track with say song after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Program, certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry and to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support. We're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Yes, J.P. Law. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My father, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creatures out <laughs> Yes, J.P. Law, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power. Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Blickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy. Don't be silly, J.P. We have beer to brew. The biggest innovation in brewer's yeast in 125 years is here. Yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. See it for yourself at 
THC in Grand Rapids. Pure White Labs. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. No, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the home brewer. Listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're um, we're drinking some saison. Holy saison! Yep. Uh, I would I would say that uh, you know less of a win on uh, finding uh, great uh, classic examples of uh, saison here. Yeah, it's your fault. Well, not classic, um, but varied and interesting. Uh, yes, <laughs> right. Well, what's on, what's on the classic examples list? Uh, none of the beers we have here. <laughs> Well, say not Dupont. That that should be available around, right? You'd think, yeah. and the regular Phantom should be. Yeah. Uh, I'm blaming. And I've seen I've seen the silly, and uh, I th- I've seen the Oma Gang. You'd think the New Belgium would be available. I like the Oma Gang. Yeah, what's up with that, Bevo? That stuff wasn't available. The uh, the classic examples on the style guide. I didn't open that sky guideline. I just walked in and said I needed saisons, and he handed the lint those to me. Well, there you go. There you go. JC, you oh, got you got someone else to blame now. Sorry. Nice. Good effort there. <laughs> what good effort? Pass well, that you, you almost, what he's told you almost me. passed through the you commercial passed, example. You pass that off to Bevo. Bevo passed it off to somebody else, and this is what we got. Fred at the liquor store. Yes. Selected our beers today. Fred, Fred. what a dope. Call him up and thank you. <laughs> My name is Fred. All right, so um, this show—I don't know. Um, <laughs> Want to call it a day? Yeah, let's 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 just <laughs> well, let's, let's just end it here. M- m- the style is so varied, you know. I figure anything goes, right? We'll, we'll fill in with a malt liquor show. I think. Yeah. <laughs> just play that next. There you go. 
Um, all right. So we did get a Phantom uh, Saison. Um, it's just one of their varied uh, fan- Saisons that they do. It's probably um, their it's base not, beer. Not They've their, added not their a lot classic. of spices to it. Um, we've got uh, Rabbit Rabbit from Three Floyds. We got uh, Logston uh, Saison. Um, S-E-I-Z-O-E-N. And we got uh, a rosemary saison from uh, Jim, uh, James, uh, as well. And uh, uh, all right, let's just dig right into it here. Scott, uh, rattle off your 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 list. Well, this one was tough because, uh, especially following up the sampling we did on the uh, previous show, on last week's show of the uh, the Hellas, this is... Right, you were where you were totally wrong. I, well... Didn't know what the hell you, you were doing. You yes. can't be wrong. I mean, it's subjective beer tasting, is it not? But then, no, you're supposed you're to be wrong, wrong by right? the way. Who was that again? I think Bevo was right. I think, yeah. I think it was me. Turning your mic off. This one was tough, right? Because this is such a it's such an in your face uh, style. There's just tons going on in every beer, and uh, unlike the others that all uh, look similar, these all, as you mentioned in the first break, uh, please say they all look r- really different. Um, there's cloudiness, there's dark uh, orange, there's light. One that almost looks like a Hellas. So I wrote for the um, the three Floyds. I like Saison, by the way. I like the style. The Three Floyds was, I really, really liked it. I was stoked to get a Three Floyds beer anyway, so what, I wonder how much that played into it. What is it you like about it? Well, it, it tasted to me like... Describe the, flavors. Okay, so there, there was a ton going on, but nothing sort of stuck out or felt weird. It, it felt really balanced. Like, everything in it worked with other things. I, I don't Flavors is really tough, because I don't want to just say candy orange, but it, fruity's not the right word. I don't It's like hard to even... You have to you have to describe flavors, otherwise the listeners are listening. You go, oh, I don't know, I liked it a lot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I I do get this, but it just feels hackneyed, doesn't it? Citrus, lemon, orange. That's that's what it tastes like. Hmm. It does. Yeah, to me, the guy who was wrong. <laughs> hmm. It it just I mean it's it's not specific but it just tasted the most sort of harmonious to me. It was the most uh, it's like balanced. a lot of grains of paradise, like an over like they took a giant sack of grains of paradise and threw that in there. I guess I'm not familiar with the, the grains of paradise flavor enough to to pick it out. Like like what what do you get grains of paradise in? That's not beer. Or is it, yeah, only beer. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they throw it in something. Um, it's kind of you know, like a peppery floral kind of <clears throat> thing. Uh, so uh, Three Floyds was your first. Uh, what yes. was your second? Uh, then I had the Phantom, uh-huh. which this one's weird. I got cocaine out of this one. <laughs> because here's why. Now stay with me. Stay with I'm me. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm only guessing, of course. It's not like an flavors. acid flashback, but just a What cocaine. kind of cocaine? Like when you're, you're, you're uh, slicing it up and doing it through a $100 bill or, uh, yeah. you know, uh, rock or... Uh, no, yeah, powder form. Uh, I'd say like, uh, you know, mid-late 80s from, you know, Columbia. The mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, you know why? It's because it finished really, really Back my dry. Days with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> It, the, to me, the the dry finish gave way. It didn't not up front at all. It it just tasted. It, this one was the most tart. And and again, I got that that same fruit mm-hmm. stuff, that citrus mm-hmm. stuff. But when it when it finished, it was really dry, and it gave way to a, a 
flavor of cocaine. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know what I don't know what cocaine tastes like. But oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. what it, on the tongue when you swallow it. I got that. It's, it's pronounced. Like, it's like I don't know what semen tastes like. I mean, really? Come on, anybody gonna believe you? Really? Come you on. know or you don't. Again, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, what just happened? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, uh, uh, I remember Bevo's here. The the listener beer, uh, G, uh, Jim McNulty's beer, yes. uh, was really, especially because I tried it third, the rosemary in it, very prevalent. A lot mm-hmm. of spice in this mm-hmm. beer. And I found whatever was behind yeah, the spice socks. to be good. Oh, dirt, mm, that's interesting. I always describe curry as tasting like dirty socks. Oh, okay. Maybe there is a little bit of that in this beer. But don't, it, it tastes your turn tasty. I'm sorry. It tasted clean to me. I, I, mean, uh-huh. I mean, even as 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 spice forward as it was, I, you swallow it and then there's it was it was pleasant. What was behind it doesn't there doesn't there's I, I don't get any off flavors or anything. Uh, and then uh, by the time I got to the uh, poor Logston beer, my my palate was shot. And so is my mic. I just lost my screw up my mic. <laughs> Uh, and I got kind of a like a like a chemically taste again, non-specific. Maybe like a slight ammonia. I didn't. I didn't find that one pleasant. But it could just be the order in which I drank them. And there is the worst uh, rundown. Whatever was. <laughs> no, I, I think admirable. I think that. Uh, Thank you. You did. You did a pretty good. <laughs> Don't screw up. You did a pretty good, pretty good job with a you know a difficult uh, category, and uh, you know for the listeners, you know as Scott is going through his descriptions and as, as everybody goes through his descriptions, I taste the beers along with them and 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 you know because sometimes somebody picks up something that you don't Absolutely. recognize that you missed in a beer, no matter how much experience you have, maybe you missed it. And to tell to tell them no, you're wrong, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, I don't get that. You should at least go back and taste it yeah, again and say, "Don't oh, say wait, that until you try it again." Right. And even then, you really can't tell somebody they're wrong that they tasted something. It's like I get, you know, uh, yeah, they may have tasted it, right? You know, uh, ammonia. Yeah. It's like, well, let me taste that again. I kind of see where he's coming from with that, right? Mm-hmm. Cocaine? So it's, it's important. <laughs> no, I'm looking for that it's cocaine, like though. Bevo. It does. Right. Right. I'm waiting I'm for not the... getting that yet. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, John. All right. What was, what was your take on this? <laughs> I can't follow that one up. <laughs> he had cocaine. So he well. had ammonia. He had semen in there. He, he had, had like everything. two different herbs going on. I was impressed. All right. Uh, my f- least favorite, actually, was three Floyds. Mm-hmm. I thought there was too much Brett character. Um, it was more Lambic than it was Cezanne. Mm. And uh, there's some fusel alcohols going on. Um, and I, I don't think it was a really well-balanced beer. Um, not a fan. Uh, third place would be going to uh, Jim, or listener. Uh, too much spice going on. A little too front. Cl- covers up the beer, the backbone of the beer. Um, I, I don't know if it's chamomile he used or what, but I get chamomile in it. Uh Rosemary. We're going to find out in a moment. Rosemary. As soon as you're done, John. As soon as you're done bagging on James, he's going to... Poor guy. Drill you a new one. That's, he's going to openly cry. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. That'll be good. I want it on the air. Yeah. Uh, number two, the, would be tears. the Phantom. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked... I get a lot of strawberries and oranges. Maybe some lemon zest going on. Um, mm-hmm. It's partially lambic, but definitely has more of a saison character mm-hmm. to it. You know, maybe there's a subtle bread. T- there's a little tannic 
up front, but once it opened up, I get this great fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. Really bold fruit. So I like that character. Mm-hmm. It's just like a bowl of fruit, kind of, with, some, with beer. Mm-hmm. And then I actually was, I chose lo- the Logsdon, number one. It was a little grassy as I first tasted it, but as it warmed up, it was a little eggy and sulfury. Some lemon in there, too. But um, the Logsdon, I think, is the most drinkable, most balanced hmm. beer, in my, my opinion. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder if this is about the order that they were uh, tasted it. Because I mean that's like basically the opposite of what I said, and it's also the opposite order that I tried it. Of course, I I don't know anything, but I'm just throwing that out there. Right? Maybe it's because John knows something and you don't know anything. No, no. Maybe maybe that could be. It's the order. No, you. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hey, uh, Jim. Jim. Oh, he maybe should I actually say his name? He might respond to James. James. Yeah. James. You there? Maybe he's crying. Maybe he's getting a box of tissues. Are you guys there? Yes. <laughs> no, no, we're asking Hello? you that. Hi, James. Yeah, we're here. Hello. We don't go anywhere. Can you hear us? Oh, damn it. Uh-oh. You got your settings right there or what? Can't hear us. He's a beer. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Right. Figure your settings out. We'll get back to you. All right. Tasty. Uh, well, I'm a big fan of the Logston. I like the uh, the dry yeah. character. Uh, nice wheat kind of element going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh Pretty typical of uh, the great saisons that I'm, you know, drinking out in the uh, in the field today. It actually reminded me reminds, of Brewers. Right, your saison. No, it's been a long time since I made a saison. Get more memory than I do. Uh, it reminds me of the uh, Stillwater beers, which I'm really liking out there. Uh, so yeah, to me that's like uh, just what I'd expect in a saison. It's got a nice pepper character, uh, which I, you know, I can, and I, I think every every. Uh, Phenolic in there is is yeast produced. Uh, as compared to uh, these other beers, everybody else it seems like they've uh, felt the need to add spices, like they just couldn't uh, get their yeast to make it. Well, the the uh, the Fanton. I mean, that's just obviously just something. I assume it's their base beer that they've taken and add a bunch of spices to. Uh, I couldn't drink uh, a pour of that. It's just way too spicy. It should be in the herb. Uh, Vegetable, spicy beer category, or something like that. So let me consider that a saison. Um, so that's 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 last. Logston first. Um, the like Phantoms the, last, and the Logston's first. Yeah. yeah. And what about the listener and the Three Floyds? Well, uh, Three Floyds would be uh, second. I liked its uh, has a, you know I liked its pepper character, and it's uh, sort of kind of falls into what I consider to be a classic. Uh, Saison character. It could be a little sweet, maybe, but uh, it's pretty common with uh, Saisons that they uh, have a fair amount of alcohol sweetness that you just can't get out of the beer. Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, the sweetness is just a failure to fully attenuate them well. Yeah, I wonder what, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 a lot of them, I'm sure that's the case. A lot of the well, American-made ones just yeah. aren't well attenuated. Well, Saison yeast is notorious for uh, stalling, right? That mm-hmm. runs out on you. That's mm-hmm. something we can talk about in the uh, in the recipe side. But, uh, yeah, I get a lot of them uh, that I drink in the field are definitely uh, definitely pretty sweet. You think it's becoming uh, so common that people are expecting that out of their Saisons now? You know, yeah. like they're yeah. they're people. kind of waiting for. Who are you it. calling people? No, who you're calling people are the, are the average well, drinker. Like, yeah, the average drinker doesn't even like his beer. Tasty. He's just drinking it because he thinks he it's should. It's trendy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tasty was that's talking about this earlier yeah. about the ninety five percent versus the five yeah. percent of the people actually Don't. have an idea what they're drinking. Right. 
and actually and why they can, like it and why they don't and can identify if it's well made and, and it tastes good and 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 they they actually enjoyed it and then there's people who drink stuff that they really don't enjoy <laughs> because it's it's trendy or yeah, you know it's been like, marketed well to them or oh, look it's 100 IBUs give right, me give me a pint right. give me another one pretty soon they're going like God what am I doing yeah yeah uh, or they yeah. just yeah, they just trying to like it. There's a lot of bizarre crap going on. Yeah, it's just kind of pathetic. It's a funny time. Um, anyway, so I had uh, poor James's beer. With, it, to me, it had a little bit of a cheesy. Poor, poor James's beer wasn't as bad as Phantom. It, it wasn't as bad as Phantom. <laughs> but poor James, yes. He came in third. With uh, yes, yeah, so to me, that's like a. So no, no jet ski for James. No, you're not going to get the jet ski well, for me. We haven't heard Jamil's opinion yet. That's true. Wait till that I, guy talks. All right, Jesus. Right. Thank yeah. you. That's what's going to determine the jet ski winner. <laughs> his, his beer had sort of a, like an old old hop character, kind of cheesy. I don't know. I'm getting that, but hmm. got some of that character. And then hmm. uh, rosemary, I believe, or some herb. Uh, mm-hmm. This is close, but it's just slightly overdone. I think. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, to me, like when I had spice. To a beer like this, I want it to be sort of like that. It was out of the out of the out of the fermentation. That is a real subtle character. It's enough to tell it's there, but it's not so much that you'd say it's just that's the significant uh, flavor in the beer, like a background flavor. Let's give him uh, one more chance to uh, defend himself. You figure your settings out there, uh, James. Is this better? Yes, okay. yes. Can you hear us? Heard me. Yes. Awesome. Um, you guys are a little fuzzy, but I but I can make you out. I think he said he can make out with us. Yeah, oh yeah. All right. Can. Tell us about your how you made the beer. Um, so basically, it was uh, six gallon or six and a half gallon batch, um, single infusion mash um, at one fifty one um, with uh, six pounds of Belgian pilsner malt, uh, three pounds of um, German pilsner malt, two pounds of wheat, and a pound of sugar. Um, boil that for 90 minutes and then, um, you know, used an ounce and a half of tetanang at 60 and then, um, did the rose, did, a 10 grams of fresh rosemary at, um, 10 minutes, right, 10 minutes before the end of the boil. Uh, so, nine, um, nine grams too many. fermented for three weeks at, um, around started at 68 and then you know let it free rise up to um you know right on 75 uh 70 78 i think that's where it finished out at um but you know um just kind of let it go after that um you know and then racked into a keg and sent it to you guys yeah james you know a, a nice beer well made uh brilliantly clear um but- I I think the complaints uh, that we have, or the, or the, well, you'll get it on, you'll get it on the podcast. You you should have done that uh, caller thing where I'll I'll take my answer off the air. air. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Um, The the, you know I think that the the thing with uh, James's beer, uh, well made. I think you know a a little bit of a recipe issue here. I think rosemary could be a nice character in saison. But uh, like we're saying, you know, ten grams—it's that's nine grams too much. I mean, even a gram is plenty. Uh, it's overwhelming the rosemary character. Uh, maybe ten years from now, it may not taste like so much <laughs> rosemary. But that was a lot. I mean, when I go to pee, I'm going to smell rosemary. 
Uh, it's it's that strong. Um, are, you, are you are you kidding? Like, could the beer really hold up? For would the rest of the beer hold up for that long? Ten years from now, I bet you you still smell rosemary in that. Rosemary wow. is one of those things. I think it's it, it's just going to hang around, and the rest of it's going to drop out and still going to smell like rosemary. So it's a spice. It's made to persist. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the reasons that you know it's uh, you know the three wise men. I love that. Yeah, that was, yeah. It's like spice. It's made to persist. It's transportable. <laughs> what are you saying? You know, they didn't have refrigeration or right. uh, um, glass jars to put stuff in. You know. But uh, I'd also say that you know his brewing was you know perhaps too clean. You know too too you know well fermented too you know good a pitch too you know the yeast weren't stressed enough and I mean, look at all these other cloudy things beers things you know look how brilliant his is look how you know clean his fermentation is too too clean for the style is yeah what I think, you're saying. you know i think james you know should be making you know should have sent a nice hellas example or something uh rosemary hellas just rename it yeah just far less rosemary um so i think you know that's one of the things about uh Saison uh, is it's it's a bit of a dirty dirty girl you know it's it's uh, funky it's it's a little you know sour it's a little nasty and I think that's part of it and that's also part of what kind of dries it out definitely dirty blonde <laughs> oh yeah we didn't give Beefo any I mean you know how does Beefo know what the what the winning beer is. I'm going to sit this one out. I showed you up too much. I scotched right, right. Shot. Nice. She doesn't want Scott to feel that. Girl. Thank you. We appreciate that. I like that answer. I would imagine Bevo would like either the Logston or the Phantom. You want the one that tastes like Coke, Bevo? I left some in my glass. Yep. Yep. Give her the cocaine one. I bet you she'd like that because um, I don't think you need to give a reason. <laughs> Who doesn't like cocaine? Reminds her of her hooker days. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's more like cocaine. She took her headphones off. That's it. She's coming to beat me up. That's it. Don't let her hit me. I got her. I got her. Hold back. We better take a break now before uh, things get real in here. (laughs) All right. Let's let's take a break. Uh, We probably like an hour over a break. (laughs) 45 minutes. We'll be back right after this. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch Do out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st of... Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, 
Whether I'm making me dry stout or rebuilding me kegs, I head to the heart of dear Dublin for me homebrewing supplies. You head all the way back to Emerald Isle just for a wee batch of grain for a bit of keg tubing? No, you moronic waste to deliver Dublin, California. I go to HopTech. For 30 years, HopTech in Dublin, California has been supplying homebrewers with malt extract, fresh grains, hops, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts, and much more. HopTech is one of the first homebrew supply shops on the internet and is proud to offer award-winning beer kits, both online and in their store, where they offer a 10% discount to all AHA members. The store is open every day except Wednesday or shop online at HopTech.com anytime. HopTech is run by passionate, award-winning brewers who live, love, and travel for beer and bring their experience to the store for you. If you don't want to visit Dublin, just call toll-free 800-379-4677 or go to HopTech.com. Visit HopTech today in Dublin, California and at HopTech.com. Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Look, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grouse. See, Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food. Beer and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House online at creekmonkey.com. Brewers Publications is proud to announce its latest book, American Sour Beers, by Michael Tonsmeyer, with foreword by Russian Rivers' Vinny Chalurzo. Michael's an experienced home brewer, writer, and lover of sour beers, and is proud to bring you the book on this topic. What I'm passionate about is the flavors. I'm so excited for my new book, American Sour Beers. The goal of this book was to write something that is very practical, that really will help people to brew better beer. I really wrote it for every Everyone. The book starts out with advice on their very first sour beer, all the way up to proper technique for stacking barrels at a commercial brewery. Sour beers are my passion. Come see me at the National Homebrewers Conference in Grand Rapids or this coming fall at the Great American Beer Fest in Denver, Colorado. Brewers Publications presents American Sour Beers, available this summer at BrewersPublications.com and at fine brewing retailers near you. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. Visit Adventures in Homebrewing at the National Homebrewers Conference this June in their home state of Michigan to see more Homebrewing.org creations. The Brewers at 
Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. And don't forget to use the current coupon code AIH10. Adventures in Homebrewing at homebrewing.org. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. All right, during the break, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the homebrew conference, and we're talking about uh, lots of the fun that people had there. And yeah, at the anniversary party, strip was clubs, quite and the deal, anniversary party, and yeah. all that. Yeah, they rented out what a minor league baseball field. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> great, great venue, and uh, the staff there knew what they were doing, had lots of fun and games. It's great. Drunk kickball or something? Fun. Did you guys play kickball? Uh, yeah, they had a game. Yeah, I chose to hang in the outfield with the VIP guests. I heard uh, Palmer famously uh, uh, ate it. He ate shit. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, really? What happened? <laughs> he was running to first on a slow roller, I guess, and uh, lost his balance. Just, it was, Imagine that. It was asses and elbows. Assholes and elbows. When he, when he crashed... Everybody thought, like, well, he's fucking at a, he's, he's hurt. He's not getting up for this. But no, he did, uh, evidently. I saw a video of it. Somebody got a video of it. So oh, my God. You you'll get to see it if you put your mind to it. Uh, I would YouTube that YouTube, shit. Yeah, John Palmer Bale. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I want to see well, he wasn't going to be out yeah. at first. He was he, he was going for it. He definitely <laughs> He's trying to leg out his infield I single. I think he ended up like, yeah, he was out at first. He, <laughs> It was an easy play once he was down on the ground. Oh, holy shit. I think, I think he lost his balance such that he was not even running towards first at when he crashed. He was running more like towards, you know, right field. <laughs> like 15, his line was like way off the base because <laughs> he couldn't control this. You know, he was out of control. Is this yeah. before or after drinking? I'm well, it's during drinking. During. I mean, it's a, it's a drinking game, isn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they call it slosh all, ball or something? All sports are drinking well, games. Well, like yes. all amateur sports, I'd say, yeah, professional. They have a drink or two? Okay. Well, oh, sure. Well, not when you're playing, when you're watching. Right. Then that, game, that was is, fun. I think uh, that was the highlight of the kickball was the uh, Palmer crash. And then the uh, the dunk tank was a fan favorite by far. That was... Oh, yeah? Who yeah. got dunked? Everybody except me. <laughs> you not, wouldn't do I it? I wouldn't get up there, yeah. But uh, Oh, tasty. I'm yeah. disappointed in you. No, I had... Uh, yeah, he had a white shirt on, you know. He didn't want his nipples showing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Bevo went in there, and JP, oh, and Justin, yeah. and Push. It's weird that there's a video of Palmer uh, eating it, but there's no video of Bevo in the dunk tank. What is that damn, about? Yeah. She had like that three like shirts see. on, I think. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. I don't blame her. Poor thing. Damn. Uh, damn. I, I, one thin sheet of white gabardine. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's a reasonable request. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. There's nothing perverted about that. There's only one in the VNA 9 party. I say let it out, you know? Right. Give them what they want. That's right. And you know who else gives them what they want? 
No. What kind of things are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm talking about one of America's oldest brewing schools. Oh. Or they're the oldest. Yeah, how could it not be the oldest? The oldest Siebel Institute. They've they're been around they're in Chicago. They've been around a long time. Yeah. Uh, and the, because they've been around a long time, they offer more courses than any other brewing school. Uh, anything from advanced home brewing to uh, you know professional brewing courses, uh, on campus, web based, uh, distilling style courses. Hey, if you want to ace your uh, BJCP exam, check out their their style courses. Uh, you know, uh, lots of good stuff there. The faculty includes some of the best uh, known uh, res- and respected instructors uh, internationally in brewing. Uh, it's uh, quite quite the uh, with the uh, facilite. How, how do they? Uh, you think in the distillation courses that all the teachers are just uh, prefacing everything with theoretically? You know, uh, no. theoretically today's lesson is. Uh, no, if you know. you're a commercial distiller, oh. I mean, you can get a commercial distilling license. Oh yeah, and you can do it legally. Yeah, you're right. All right, you know, so you talk about you can talk about it. You just can't do it as a you know unless you get a license. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, what were, what were, where were we? SiebelInstitute.com, by the way. SiebelInstitute.com. Yeah. There you go. Uh, where were we on the Spears? Uh, that was... Well, the, see, did we come up with who the winner was? Or? No. Who, who, did everybody talk but me, or I what? Think so. I think, you didn't, we were did in you the process. Your, you didn't give your, your final placement of the I did period. not. I did not. We had Bevo come in. Yeah, she, we let her She's go apparently now locked out. Uh... Lost. She's not. She, she's yeah. looking for plates for the pizza she just picked up. Oh, there you go. And she shrugged and walked away. So and then else? she was like, coughing. "Oh, there it is." Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right. Oh, there's there's the meaty goodness. Um. All right. So now they've got Bevo's input into this. Um. I think that all of these are not good examples of saison. Um, I think the Phantom is is a good example in a way that it has a dryness and a tartness and a fruitiness. So taste that, everybody. You get a dry, fruity, tart, a little bit of spicy, right? Yeah. You get a tart. Mm-hmm. However... It's, a little bit spicy. It is so overwhelming uh, fruity. It's like Kool-Aid to me. Can you read my notes on the Phantom, please, Jay-Z? Into the mic. <laughs> Cocaine on finish. Very dry. Gives way to Coke. Up front, tart fruity. Yes, tart fruity dry, baby. And like 10 references to cocaine. You been, right. Yes. Um... Being less familiar with cocaine, more familiar with heroin, but uh, less familiar with cocaine, uh, I did not identify that, uh, but the fruity and all that. Now, let's get over to the Logston and why the Logston has some uh, Saison-like characters. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think there the most balanced. Some malt character, some spicy, some citrus. The pepper. I'm still getting the pepper. Very peppery. Mm-hmm. Wish it had more malt backbone. I wish it was drier. Hmm. I would say it is perhaps the best example of what we have here, except 
it needs to be drier. It is not dry enough. It is still too sweet, too full. The Phantom, again, go to the dryness, the tartness, the, the fruity. The Logston, I bet you if... Here you go. Yeah, tell Blit. All right. Phantom and Logston, 50-50. blending beer. Dude, I got a four-way blend here. I'm always oh, like four-ways. John likes a four-way. Now, that's something. It's something. What'd you do? The the Phantom and the uh, Logson? Logson yeah. 50-50, yeah. What were you hoping to balance there? What, what was that? Uh, the Logson's, you know, too, too you know, it, it's still too full, too sweet. It needs to be drier, and it could use a, a bit more fruitiness. Which the uh, the Phantom had in spades. It, yes, exactly. It's way, yeah, it's way too fruity. So right, I right. could see the Logson helping it. Yes, well, you know, I think the two together, you know, that's a, they, they each bring something to the party. Can I try your blend here? I definitely sure. see that. I don't think John uh, enjoy his four-way blend. Not at all. He enjoy the four-way. Well, and I'll tell you, that the four-way probably tastes like rosemary. Now, James, does, yeah. he, he brewed a nice, clean beer, but yeah, yeah, just way too freaking much rosemary. And too clean. Too clean, James. Your, your brewing is too clean. Got it up uh, to 78, you, but you go for 85 um, and then the, the, the three Floyds, it is just overwhelmingly like grains of paradise and again, too full and, uh, uh, too sweet, too big, um, too full and full of spices. So again, I don't think a great example of Saison. This blend that you just made, would you say that it's more to style or just more enjoyable? Both. <laughs> I don't know. I still got Coke. Still got Coke. Maybe you have cravings. I'm just saying. All right. Let's do this. Let's take another short break. So the the winner is the Phantom Logston blend. I, if, I, if, I, if I had to pick one as the winner, I think I'd go Logston. Yeah, me too. Me too. So there you go. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we will uh, give a quick recipe and wrap up right after this. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like AHA member deals that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymer G Magazine and Zymergy for tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love, and access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. 
John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Downtown Joe's, where everyone is welcome, especially if you like drinking and tasting beer. Head brewer Colin Kamensky's favorite beers are the Tantric IPA and the Double Secret Probation IPA. But you'll have loads of others to choose from when you redeem your exclusive Brewing Network savings. Downtown Joe's is the best brewery destination and the hottest night spot in Napa. Colin invites all homebrewers and fans of craft beer to stop by and enjoy the great food and beer. Whether you're in the mood for riverside dining, live music, or just hanging out at the bar to meet a person of the opposite sex or a person of the same sex, Downtown Joe's has exactly what you're looking for. And now just mention the Brewing Network to receive a dollar off your beer at Downtown Joe's. That's right, take a dollar off every one of their great selection of craft beers, including the Lazy Summer Wheat, Golden Thistle Porter, and the Triple Dog Dare You. Come to Downtown Joe's and enjoy the laid-back atmosphere of Napa's best brew pub. Visit downtownjoes.com right now for current beers, the live music schedule, or to drool over their delicious menu items. Downtown Joe's, your neighborhood brew pub where everyone is welcome. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin. AustinHomebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. You're listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. 
Janet's Golden. <laughs> did I you call this one? Did you I make used to it be a much more flexible brewer, you know. I, I don't I, know. Huh? I brewed them all. I mean, you know, I didn't. He could do the splits. <laughs> I was going to say he that. He could uh, <laughs> wrap his ankles back behind his head. I could do you, all the your positions. You should have seen it. Did you used to enjoy this style more, or you, you, you just brewed it? I brewed it because I was probably entering a competition, and I, you know, hadn't gravitated to my personal preferences yet, so I was finding my way and trying to gravitate to where I like beer. But, yeah, I, I brewed this beer. Um, I don't know how it did. It's pretty big. It's uh, The starting gravity is 1061, which is within the range. Um, mm-hmm. it was about, it's a 12-gallon batch, and it's only relevant when I talk about certain parts, but it's like 68% Pilsner, uh, 10% uh, Carapils, 10% Vienna, 6% uh, Munich, 35 percent uh, flaked oats and three percent uh, soft white wheat trying to create uh, some cloudiness some uh, fruitiness some texture in the beer with the wheat three percent probably isn't good again work. nice nice where's your simple sugars uh no simple sugars i uh i mean come on come I mean, on you I mean, people honey fermentation master. cane sugar no, you, you gotta you gotta hit it with the simple sugars. Dry that something. Well, to me, that's out. like a Belgian style. This, uh, you know. So no, uh, you know Saison. where they brew. You know where they brew saison. <laughs> Wherever Brian Strumpy feels like it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, the real whole of the world, actually. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I, I imagine mm-hmm. this beer. I know that you know when I made it. I'm sure it was probably way way oversweet. I probably didn't know it, but I did have uh, 30 IBUs of uh, East Kent Goldings uh, in the beer, and I uh, sort of layered those. I had a 50-minute edition and a one-minute edition, and uh, I actually dry-hopped it uh, with a couple ounces on a 12-gallon a uh, batch. Mm-hmm. And 50 minutes prior to Flame Out, I added an ounce of coriander, another mm-hmm. spice that uh, mm-hmm. has a Polar place in crushed. The, uh, it was crushed, which is a lot of coriander yeah, for a 12-gallon batch. Whole seems about right. But. Whole would probably be fine. But, mm-hmm. uh, James would have added 10 ounces. They would have been lightly crushed if I... I just, you know, I'm sure what I did is I just took a... Like a mallet and uh, hit him once. Like, oh, yeah. Just to right show in, him who's boss. Right in the stones, right there. Right, right in the pits. Anyway, I uh, mashed all this at 145... Uh, Intermediate rest for 15 minutes, and I did a primary at uh, sack rest at 154. So, yeah, this probably was a beer that uh, was pretty hard to, to dry out. But I am sure I think I have notes here. Yeah, I got up to uh, I got it up to 187 uh, by you know applying a heating pad to it, and wow. uh, it was still things were happening at 180 and above. So, you know, it could have dried up. It had a good chance. I'm thinking the very first saison I did. <clears throat> I, uh, I I think I was using uh, the, the the first rendition of White Labs Saison yeast. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and uh, it kept slowing. I kept raising the temperature. Kept slowing. Kept raising the temperature, and kept working. And then I raised the temperature past like one eighty five or something like that, and it stopped. I mean, it just com- came to a complete halt. At, uh, you know, past 85. Did I say 185? You said 185. Right. I was gonna say, yeah, 185 degrees. Uh, no, it stopped. So, so, yeah, it stopped. <laughs> I don't know why. 
no, 85 degrees. And then I went to, uh, you know, I, I kept raising it, thinking I could get some more because it wasn't attenuating enough. And uh, I completely stopped. I'm like, well, I gave up. And I turned the heat off. It cooled back down. And it cooled back, back down. Yeah. And once it got below 85 degrees, it started up again. Yeah. I'm like, what? The, I was amazed. They used to respond to temperature. I've had a, I had a golden strong one time that wouldn't finish. Mm-hmm. And I just alternated putting it in cold storage for like 48 hours and then leaving out of cold storage for 48 hours. And every time mm-hmm. I'd bring it out, it'd knock a couple points off the gravity. And it just kept doing it till it... Right. Dried out and but generally the one that you, you know, call the sweet ass golden strong and it won a as gold long, medal in the second round. As, as long as you're um uh you know going warmer and you're below ninety, generally the yeast should be fine. It was weird that it shut off at eighty five. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. All these yeasts, I mean, you know, no, no, warmer and warmer, warmer and even then you should be able to get up, you know, to a hundred. And these yeast should still, you know, kick along. Yeah. The fact that it, it shut down Stop, was, yeah. was really strange. Yeah, it does make sense. All right. For my recipe, <clears throat> I go with, uh, I like, a, you know, a bunch of Pilsner malts, uh, 10 and a half pounds Pilsner. You're going with a continental Pilsner. Again, just a, a dash of uh, uh, Munich malt. Um. You know, maybe three quarter pound, uh, maybe some wheat malt, like you know, Tasty's doing. You could throw in some oats, mash at uh, yeah, a little bit of Care Munich, uh, you know, for a little color, tiny bit of sweetness, but mainly color, and then uh, uh, mash at one forty seven, one forty eight. You're gonna need a long mash rest. You know, give it a, an hour and a half, two hours to fully convert at that. You can go up and down between 150, 148, 150, 148, 150, 148, and you'll get a real nice attenuation on that. And then 10% sugar. you got to have some simple sugar in there. Uh, <clears throat> rising temperature on the on the yeast. Uh, yeah, you might throw in a little chamomile, give it a little floral fruity. You might throw in a little uh, uh, greens of paradise or some... Uh, uh, Cilantro or, you know, whatever it would be. Uh, <laughs> cilantro. Cilantro seeds. Uh, coriander. Coriander, okay. Those are cilantro seeds. Mm. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, uh, the point being, you want to get as dry as possible. You want to uh, have some fruity esters. You want to have a little bit of spiciness and, um, you know, some character to that thing. There you go. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for all the people in the chat. We appreciate that. Um, If you're listening, uh, we'll be back in, I don't know, a couple weeks. A couple weeks, it sounds like. We'll see. Scott's saying sooner or later. And he he just flipped off Bebo. But I did it out of love. Yes. It's an affectionate flip-off. Right. Uh, We're open again, and so is the BN Store. Yes, check out the BN Store. If you like if you like the show, you want to support us, first off, tell our sponsors thank you for paying for the show so you don't have to. Northernbrewer.com. You know, send them an email. Say, hey, thank you. I, I actually got something out of this that you paid for. And uh, they appreciate that. And if you appreciate us even more, check out the BN Store. Buy yourself a hoodie, buy yourself some books, buy yourself some glassware, buy yourself uh, some t-shirts, all that good stuff, hats, etc. 
Thank you one more time uh, to the listeners who uh, and, yeah, yes, who sent in their beers. brew and awesome and commercial thank beer. You. Thank you, James, for uh, for taking the time and and making the effort. We it, enjoyed it and we appreciate your fine brewing ability. Indeed, and uh, Gene uh, from Pittsburgh sent us in the uh, Three Floyd saison as well. Thank you, oh, Gene. Thanks. All right, we're strong. Enough.